sitting with the thoughts about another person that looks like someone I know has the same complexion as a family member has been murdered George Floyd didn't do anything wrong but just the fact that his skin color it was making a statement that he was threatening or making a statement that he deserved to be treated the way he was treated. Welcome to Conversations with Haikini, mind, body, eating coach, author, fun foodie, and all the other fun things you can find at HaikiniChandler.com. This conversation is all about self-love, your journey to self-love. So are you ready? Grab your smoothie or cup of tea and join the conversation. Let's go. George Floyd. You know, as a podcaster and fairly new podcaster, I had started recording my podcast beforehand, you know, a few beforehand, just so I can stay ahead and be a better planner because you know we want to do the right things and make sure that we're organized as business owners and podcasters and as I sit here as I record this on a Saturday still have my little nightgown or house dress on and my blanket and my glasses on and trying to schedule some Pinterest things. I saw a post on Instagram and I decided, why not? I went ahead and signed the petition and made some phone calls. And just really in thought, in deep thought, and thinking about just all the content that we consume on a daily basis, all the memes we post and repost, and just thinking about even this topic of self-care, about self-love, about mindful living, and really Sitting with the thoughts about another person that looks like someone I know has the same complexion as a family member has been murdered. I don't know him. I don't know him. But just by looking at him, he looked harmless to me. He looked like a cousin, you know. But isn't it interesting how we can just look at someone and we can say they look scary or they look 
harmless or how we can just look at someone and think a certain way towards them. From my understanding, George Floyd didn't do anything wrong, but just the fact that his skin color, it was making a statement that he was threatening or making a statement that he deserved to be treated the way he was treated. Just even looking at movies growing up, do you remember seeing people, police officers, on people the way that they were on this man? Pleading, he said he was pleading, right? Pleading? Remember when you were a kid and you, I don't know if you played this game, but when you were like wrestling and then you tap out, you know, you're like, okay, 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 that's enough. He was trying to tap out, telling them that he could not breathe. What was funny about that? Why? Like, I can't even wrap my head around <laughs> what type of craziness are we living in? And I thought I had something. <laughs> really profound to say when I decided to do a special podcast and it'll just be my episode four it'll have a point just keep listening but it's just like I I understand now when people people that have shared on social media they are like lost for words it's just like oh like okay I don't really know what to say One thing I can say that enough is enough. We ain't having it. Enough is enough. I don't care how this sits with anyone, any listeners, but I truly believe that this is something that has been ingrained in different people to look at someone a certain way and it doesn't matter whether they did any harm to you or not you have that in your mindset you have that in your heart you have that as part of who you are to bring harm to that person by any means necessary. 
that is something that's ingrained and it, people say well probably you know their parents felt that way and that's probably how they were brought up it goes generations to generations to generations to look at a black person a person of color as being a threat you don't, you don't have to do anything and people say when all these things happen you can get over it but there's anybody that has brown skin it doesn't matter if you were speeding or it doesn't matter if you pass by a police officer there's something in you that kind of like you kind of look a certain way or it's just something because of what we've seen and not all police officers are bad but just thinking about I've been pulled over before and I remember like my heart <laughs> was about to burst out of my chest and I was like oh gosh and I remember calling my husband putting him on speakerphone when the police officer came up to my vehicle I was shaking I was sweating I was about to hyperventilate and I said hello I was polite and I remember saying oh, I have my husband on speakerphone and he was just like ma'am it's, it's okay it, it's okay and <laughs> even though he said that I was still freaking out I was still freaking out because it was like I don't know what's gonna happen you've seen so many cases where people were not doing anything just like this time and it ended in getting beat up or in in this case murdered what do we do about this And you may say, you're just rambling. I may, but as a podcaster, this is my platform. And if we have some type of platform, we need to be able to talk through things like this and bring it to the surface. I don't have all the answers. I don't even know what this podcast is going to sound like because I'm not going to edit what I say. I'm just letting it flow but we need to have these type of conversations um, because a lot of times we don't get to voice what we believe or voice or even just talk things out as women a lot of times as black women women of color we're looked at as being the angry black woman that stigma arise arose from somewhere and so for us to be able to express ourselves in a calm manner, manner and just be able to talk, I mean, that's huge in itself. And so, and as I 
listen to somebody <laughs> has something going on somewhere. Um, we need to do better. I believe that mental health is so important because when people experience this trauma, whether it's directly or indirectly, it's, it affects you. It affects the way you interact with other people. It affects the decisions you make. It affects a lot of different things. Uh, even if you don't protest, I heard um, someone say on a, a live, how can people distinguish you if you're just walking through the neighborhood? What if they think that you're a, a protester and want to retaliate? So it's just like everybody is affected. Whether you are retaliating by protesting or whatever, we're all affected by these tragedies and injustices that happen. And if something isn't done, it's going to continue. It's a continuous cycle. We have to be the change, whatever we can do. And let's not put a weight on that because we got people there protesting. And just because you're not out there doesn't mean you're doing something less. That is what they were called to do. You may be called to make phone calls or sign a petition or speak on your platform, or you may be called to pray do a prayer gathering or you may be called to educate the young ones on this matter. Everyone plays a part for the whole. But as long as you're doing something, do something to be the change in your own community, whatever that looks like. And my advice too is to watch all leaders there has been a plan to keep us divided when we are divided things can't blossom and as you see you see everything that's going on with the virus and then here this happens so there's two different remember there's still stuff going on so what it, what else is happening that we're not paying attention to that the media has got us focused on this not to take our eyes off this because it is important but my charge to everyone is to keep your eyes open to everything that's going on because that's one thing that they do to distract us. And it's to keep us divided as a people.
And as a woman of color, I'll tell you, it's been other things this week that's been on my mind. And then, you know, of course, this happens and rem be reminded, people, we still have to live. We still have to run our businesses. We still have to take care of our kids, train our kids up. If you homeschool, you still have to homeschool your children. You still have to test. You still have to do all the things. And that is a lot. That's a lot to take in because you, you got to be sane for what's in front of you. And at the same time, you're feeling for everything that's happening. And it's to keep our vibrations low. When people operate in fear, they make mistakes. They do crazy things. They panic. They have impulse buys. They do all types of things. So my charge to you is in your community, be the change. Whatever you can do to help, whether it's making phone calls or signing a petition or holding some gatherings in your neighborhood or educating, whatever you can do, do that. At the same time, remember to fill your cup back up because listening to a lot of what's going on can bring your vibrations down and you want to keep your vibrations up. So continue to meditate, whatever, prayer affirmations get some sleep whatever it takes to continue to keep your vibrations up so you can have a clear mind and to be able to make clear and rational decisions and help others because people in your circle are counting on you so in this as I wrap this up I don't know if it has a real focus, <laughs> but, uh, but what I want to say is self-care is taking care of your mental health during the injustices. Love more, hug more. Speak up, people, because they're trying to kill us. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. They're trying to divide, conquer, divide and conquer. You can look at all different types of things in history when dividing and conquering has happened. What can you do to be the change in your area? Let no one kill your spirit. It can't be. Only you can lift yourself up. Only you can be that change. Rise up, people. You have the tools within. Rise up. Take care of yourself. Be that change you want to see whatever that looks like to you, but you shall not be defeated. You shall not be defeated.